You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. What is it to climb as a pharmacy owner? CLIMB stands for care, lead, innovate, motivate, and balance. Join Retail Management Solutions each month for a brand new webinar with interesting discussions on new pharmacist roles, pharmacy industry experts, and business innovators to give you insight on important pharmacy trends and the best way to grow your bottom line. The CLIMB webinar series is produced exclusively for pharmacies and provides tools that any pharmacy can use to reach and even exceed profitability and customer centricity goals. Let's listen in to the latest CLIMB podcast episode with Brad Jones, CEO of RMS. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the CLIMB podcast. I'm Brad Jones, the founder and CEO of Retail Management Solutions, and today we're going to talk about Medicare open enrollment. We're sharing a panel discussion we have with three amazing pharmacy experts as they were going through open enrollment in November of 2020. Care, lead, innovate, motivate, balance. These five tenants reveal ways of creating a more profitable and customer-centric pharmacy. What will you discover when you climb with RMS? Every year, Medicare's open enrollment period is October 15th through December 7th. The process of enrolling and updating plans can be frustrating for aging patients, resulting in many staying on the same plan, even if it isn't the best option uh, for their healthcare needs. So helping patients navigate this process uh, is an excellent opportunity for independent pharmacists or for pharmacists in general uh, to act as healthcare resources for their community, providing high-touch personalized service, improving patient, uh, improving retention, and increasing profitability, the things that we we're talking about constantly at CLIMB, um, and helping patients enrolling in mutual beneficial plan, one that saves them money and doesn't hurt your pharmacy's bottom line. So I'm pleased to welcome three panelists to today's discussion on open enrollment. Uh, from Western Drug in Springfield, or Springerville, rather, uh, Arizona, we have Janae Jumper. Uh, from White's Pharmacy in Sitka, Alaska, uh, Caitlin Yalto. And of course, you all recognize uh, our presenter today, Chris Cornelson. So we really appreciate you all being with us to talk Medicare open enrollment. Thank you for joining us. Hi, everybody. Hi. Okay, I'm going to start uh, with you, Janae. Um, just a quick, what is your pharmacy's open enrollment process uh, consist of? How do you, what do you do? So we utilize AmpliCare. So obviously we try to start um, advertising it at least a couple of weeks in advance just to, because we like to make sure that we have appointments set up for this. So we're not interfering with our workflow. So usually I'm the only, we usually use our uh, majority of our lead techs to do it. But this year I wanted to make sure I was the only one doing it because I am the clinical technician over here. So I already work with Medicare. So we make sure that we advertise either with um, using our marquee or we do have a banner that we usually hang up in the store or outside. And then also just advertising either in the Wampum Saver or even we thought about doing um, automatic calls to our 65 and older patients. And then we just set up pretty much appointments whenever the availability is. And um, we just utilize AmpliCare for this. Okay. So um, 
So Caitlin, do you, similar program and are you, are you scheduling calls or do you make outbound calls to the customers? What do you do with the same or different from what Janae was just telling us? Um, we do use AmpliCare as well. Um, we also cross-reference with Medicare.gov. I like to run um, both plan comparisons just to kind of um, give the best estimate. You know, everything is just an estimate. And so running a cross-comparison gives me a little bit more confidence that my recommendation is sound. Um, we have used outbound calls in the past. Um, last year, they all went out all on the same day, and we got tons of phone calls back to the pharmacy. So that was kind of a bummer. Oops. Um, we decided not to do that this year, um, but we did use uh, letters to that age group, 65 and older, and we, we did mail some letters out this year. Okay. And back to you, Janae, before I get back to you, Chris, just a follow-up. So you said you were, th you thought about doing it, but did you not do the outbound calls? So this year with COVID and everything, it's just been pretty much talking to our patients that are coming in and we do a lot of back suffers as well to our people that are 65 and older. Just this year, it's been a little bit of a different approach on how we get patients in for um, Medicare appointments, but just pretty much the whole um, people talking about, you know, my copays are really high or I'm paying too much for my monthly premium. That's usually our target. Like, well, we do offer Medicare appointments from this time to this time, if you're interested, but next year, we definitely want to take it head on and see if there's different approaches on how we can get more people in our doors for Medicare appointments. Okay. Uh, yeah. And I'll come back to the COVID and see if there, you know, what other things that, that, how that is impacted, but I do have a a question for Chris first, um, you know, when we were talking earlier, Chris, by the way, had three pharmacies that he just sold last month. Um, and, uh, and when we were talking, you mentioned something called Med D Day. Can you tell us what that is or what that was, I guess? Yes, yes. Now I sold my pharmacies to an independent pharmacist, so I kept them independent. Congratulations <laughs> yeah, on that, thank by you. the way. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, so we, for several years, we did what we called Med D Day. And what we wanted to do is have a day that we marketed toward. So we created a buzz in the community. And yes, we, we did the same things that day we did other days. We just put a lot of pizzazz in that day. We'd have snacks. We'd have uh, educational 15-minute spurts like what does your Medicare cover, uh, drug nutrient depletions, uh, things we had. And we turned it to an event where we scheduled appointments. And what that does every year is it, it sets us up as the expert in the community and, and it keeps our membership growing. The other things we do, I like what y'all are doing. We do back stuffers, but we give back stuffers to everybody. I call that blasting and the reasons because we want to get that caregiver for a grandparent or something or other. Um, we hit our seat call patients first. Okay, so when we're doing a sync call for the month, we, we've got their med D plan uh, already tabulated. Before we call them, we're asking them if they want to see two, three options of what they want to do. But we're on med D day, we're trying to get everybody we missed and we're trying to bring people from outside sources in. However, we're marketing our four walls all the way up to D-Day saying like if Brad was our customer, we'd say, hey, Brad, you want to go ahead and take care of yours before D-Day. And then if you want to come in that day, that's great. But we're just continually year after year setting ourselves up as the expert in the industry. And you'd be surprised how many times out in the community people stop me and say, hey, I need to come out and talk about my Medicare. And they're not our 
previous customer, they're moving on because we have this persona of we're the experts and we use Amplicare, we use uh, med.gov, we use all that. I found a fascinating article I'm going to share with you guys. It's called Mitigation Through Migration. I think this is the first year where we really have to say, is a patient adherent? And do we put them in a plan that rewards adherence? Or if we can't get this patient adherent, do we want to put them in a plan that maybe doesn't penalize us as much as adherence? That's going to be good for the patient and the pharmacy. Uh, the article is by Nick Brook, um, and you might Google it because it's all about that. I think it's fascinating article. Well, I'll tell you what, let's, uh, what we'll do, uh, uh, we'll post that on the CLIMB uh, uh, LinkedIn page. We'll post that. Um, so anybody who's listening, you, you can see it there for sure. That's uh, that's great stuff. Um, so, just uh, Kaylin, um, to you real quick. Um, you know, why do you, why is it so important uh, to help your patients with selecting the right plan? I think Chris mentioned a couple of them there, but what what are your thoughts there? Um, the biggest thing is cost savings. I think for the patient on that end, um, a good portion of my patients here at our business are sixty five and older and are on Medicare. And so they're always counting dollars and trying to save money. And um, for them not to realize that shopping every year is what they should be doing is some, it's kind of training your patient group. Um, but also just to make sure that that one drug that they've struggled to get either the doctor to prescribe or to continue to get through the pharmacy or a prior authorization to have been completed last year, that one drug that they need to continue might not be covered on their next plan. And highlighting issues that are going to come up next year is huge for those patients because I don't think that they think about that. Uh, Janae, you started to mention, or you mentioned uh, COVID having an impact. Um, I'm going to kind of start with you, but open it up to any, to any of you. Um, what have you done differently uh, because of COVID? So we actually had... Um, pretty much whenever COVID hit hard, um, we ended up splitting up into teams. So we were pretty much utilizing half of our staff on this many days and then the other half on the rest of the week. So we pretty much all came back together as a full team at, in August. So we we're just trying to get back into the group of things because we were just pretty much doing our regular filling, inputting, and verifying medications and selling medications. That's pretty much all that we had time for. And so whenever we came back into teams in August, we were just trying to get back into the groove of things of what we needed to pretty much finish up for the rest of the year. So we didn't really fully advertise that we were doing Medicare appointments again. So for sure next year, we wanna make sure that we're putting the name, our name out there that we do offer this versus patients going to or getting contacted by brokers because pretty much it's just, we do this for our community. We don't get anything out of it. We just want to make sure that our patients are getting taken care of. Okay. Now, are any of you doing it virtually or anything to add there, but is anybody doing any of it virtually? I was going to say that this is the first year because of COVID. Um, we used AmpleCare's uh, add-on to where we would call the patient ask them if they wanted to break it down to two or three features and you could give them, I hope I'm using the proper terminology, basically a link and we'd shoot that link to the patient and now they open up their site and they get to look at three plans and then they choose it and sign up. Um, I thought that was a really nice COVID feature. And uh, it's the first year we've done it that way. We traditionally have done it over the phone or had them come in, but we offer that right off the bat. And that's gotten us some new business too, because people are hearing, hey, I, you know, I can go in this pharmacy, I, they'll send it to me. I don't have as many contacts into the store. 
and uh, that's been positive. Okay. Yeah, in previous years we've set up a table and just had a visual, and I've been sitting there with a laptop and a sign and flyers and the whole nine yards. Um, but we did not do that this year. We didn't have the space and didn't want to um, constrain our other workflow operations there and limit people in the store. So we did restrict it to either phone calls or appointments out at our business office so where we can just have small meetings. Yeah, I mean, I guess that that absolutely makes sense. So I, I, can, I can completely see why you would be doing, you know, how that would have an impact. So, you know, um, I... I as I was preparing for this, uh, I, I came across a, an interesting promotional way of doing this. And I just want to tell you about it and see what your thoughts are. And then, then I'm going to be moving on. But what this one pharmacy is doing is they're setting up a flip chart or a whiteboard uh, where they keep a tally of uh, how much money they're saving their patients. And <clears throat> so after each, each sit down, after each meeting, um, they, they update the tally. So if they are going to save this patient uh, $250 with, you know, the premiums and co-pays, uh, over the course of the year, they cross out the last number and add $250 to it. And they have that, you know, right where all the patients can see it in the pharmacy. And of course, I don't think this is going to work this year with COVID and, but, you know, moving forward. Um, and then they, they said that they get all kinds of questions because they they're seeing this and, and the patients are asking now, you know, what can you do for me? Um, what do you do? You do anything like that, or have you thought of that, or have you heard of that? Or would you do that in the future? I haven't heard of that, but I think it's a wonderful idea. I've never heard of that either, Brad. And when you shared it with me earlier, as we were talking, I thought that was a phenomenal idea. It really gives the perception you care, you are doing the work, and it, it shows a running total. I had one of the best ideas I've heard in a while, to be honest. Um, well, we already do something like that with all of our other programs that we're in. We pretty much every Tuesday we meet to see how many um, CMRs we've completed, how many chips, how many instinct patients we have met instinct patients. And so I think that's something that we can definitely add on to it, either for the remaining of Medicare enrollment or just even for next year, just to see like, hey, how many patients did we actually do Medicare appointments for and how much are we saving them? on this as well. Can you elaborate on what tools you use for your Medicare open enrollment programs? The main one I've always used is AmpliCare. Um, I've been partners with them for quite a while. There's other companies that do it. That's just the one that I've used the most. Uh, it, it's easy, it's user friendly, and it, it takes the dollars to the pharmacy and the dollars to the patient consideration. So that's the main one we've used. In contrast, there is um, a part of prescribed wellness. If you're um, linked with prescribed wellness, um, I've used that prior to this year in tandem with Medicare.gov as well as iMedicare, which is now AmpliCare. And I find um, hands down, AmpliCare is the way to go. It's my preferred method. And then I just back it up with Medicare.gov. Yeah, we've only used AmpliCare. I believe it's been for five years now. So we haven't utilized, we do have prescribed wellness for our medicine program, but we haven't tried anything with Medicare on that one, but we may look into it maybe for the following year. Thanks for sharing that information. We'll make sure to post links to those resources in the show notes. 
What kind of feedback have you received from customers that participate in Medicare open enrollment with your, with your pharmacy? So with ours this year, it seems like um, there was a little bit of issues with some of our patients that came in to get enrolled because we helped them enroll right then and there. And um, so I had a couple of patients having to come back in and luckily we were able to get their plan on the phone right then and there too and get it taken care of. So we've had a, a, lot, a lot of our elderly patients, they truly appreciate it that we're here for them to be able to help them in this process where they're not having to do it on their own. Two, two quick stories. Uh, I like to go to the high school basketball games. My daughter's cheerleader. Guy stopped me at the basketball game and said, Chris, thank you. I was like, cool, what are you thanking me for? He's like, your team's so good. And, and he said, the help they give them picking a Medicare plan, he said, that's needed. The folks like me don't know how to do that, and you provide it. The other thing that stood out to me lately is a guy stopped me on the road, and he said, I was in Dr. So-and-so's office. And they said, make sure I went by how you can discount drugs to make sure I got the right plan. People have that much confidence in you when you build momentum over the course of time. It's it's uh, humbling to have people thank you for what we should be doing anyway. We have a lot of repeat customers come back year after year. And um, those are, you know, my top 10. You know, I see someone and I'm like, hey, I'm going to be reaching out to you. You know, expect a phone call from me. So... And they appreciate that. Those are some great stories, and they really show just how powerful Medicare open enrollment programs can be in building strong community ties and creating value for your patients. Thanks again to our panelists and to the Pharmacy Podcast Nation for tuning in today. I hope that everyone can take away some actionable ideas for Medicare open enrollment. Again, the date range for open enrollment is October 15th through December 7th, so take some time and make some plans to help your patients 65 or older with their Medicare plan selection. Now, as many of you know, in addition to the CLIMB podcast, we also broadcast the CLIMB webinar series live on the second Thursday of every month. So I'd like to introduce Karen Deckard, our Director of Sales and Marketing, to tell us a little bit more about what's coming up next on CLIMB. Thanks, Brad. We're gearing up for a really exciting event in October to celebrate one year of CLIMB broadcasts. We're so grateful for all of the pharmacists, pharmacy owners, and team members who've joined us throughout the last year, shared the event, and of course, for the pharmacy podcast listeners who are helping the CLIMB movement to grow. We've put together a really special lineup to celebrate our anniversary event. Will Bowen, best-selling author and creator of the Complaint Free Movement, will be joining us to talk about why people complain, what's wrong with complaining, and how we can get ourselves and others to stop. Will Bowen has been featured on Oprah, Dr. Oz, Forbes, The Today Show, and many more. We're really excited for Will's presentation and his live Q&A session. Also joining us in October is Colin Coward. Colin is a sports media personality and host of The Herd with Colin Coward on Fox Sports Radio and Fox Sports One. Colin is also a best-selling author, and we can't wait to share his unique take on overcoming challenges and finding success. We're also excited to welcome physician and mountaineer Dr. Emily Johnson to climb. Emily's story is truly inspiring, and we'll be talking about leadership, failing forward, and finding balance. Thanks, Karen. I hope all of you can join us live on October 14th at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern. As always, Pharmacy Podcast listeners can register to attend for free using the link in the show notes. Thanks again for listening, and have a wonderful day.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.